Hello and welcome to another episode of D&D Smart Talks. I'm Claren Martis, the host of the show. Today we have among us John and Anish and we are going to talk about gig economy. John and Anish, welcome to the show. Thanks Claren. Hey Claren, uh, to be part of uh, D&D Smart Talks yet again. So let's get started. Gig economy is a word that we've been hearing a lot these days. We hear that the full-time jobs are getting lesser. a lot of jobs are given as contracts to different people and a lot of freelancers are being taking advantage of this so anish you have been into freelancing and this is a big part of your work can you tell us like how have you seen the shift from full time work towards gig economy or getting contract jobs or freelancing hey claren that's that's a very interesting question to begin with so Usually what I do is whenever answering questions I pull out stats but I wouldn't do it this time because stats are there for everyone to see on Google I'll stick to my personal experience I started with freelancing since my engineering that's when I started learning about it or at least I started googling and trying to understand what is this gig economy or freelancing all about so gig is nothing but a short uh, description or a short task that you'll perform it's called as a gig now there is a term evolving that is gig economy means an entire economy is attributed towards the smaller gigs or that that way of uh, working right my personal experience i started as a content writer and i worked even as a social media evaluator and then hopped on and you know did a bit of social media marketing so multiple things so what's the summary of all this from my personal experience right there are so many things that i could shift from starting from a content creator or a writer to a social media management or that gig and then this helped me to start my own company so freelancing gives you that launch pad to test one niche and allows you give you the scope to evolve in that niche get better in that niche and then it could be your first step towards entrepreneurship and when it comes to opportunities related to freelancing stats are always there to support what we are speaking personally speaking what i have seen is me as a business owner whenever i'm looking to hire i am not looking for a full time worker especially related to my field the digital economy or tasks related to the digital economy i am more keen on hiring a freelancer why let me explain the why part of it one most of these tasks are short they have i need it within a specified period of time and they are very specific now i wouldn't want to spend my energy on hiring training a person and then having in on a role for more than 6 to 6 months because the task doesn't require that intensive process i just need a very specific task to be carried out which is why freelancing fits the bill now a lot of jobs are being converted to smaller gigs and being handed out that doesn't mean that everything can be converted to the gig way of doing things right there are certain things which will remain as is but compared to how it started in 2013 when i was a freelancer to now in 2021 i'm seeing a lot of niches or a lot of disciplines people have started exploring on hiring freelancers that's my take in a way your what you're saying is uh, because of the internet boom and 
all the digital market around the jobs have shrunk to gigs and that's why freelancing works the best in that domain exactly yeah it's the access to talent it's easy right for me to uh, there are platforms like upwork fiverr etc and there are hundreds of sellers who who i can instantly get access to of course there is a nokri.com uh, i can have a hiring post and then you know the entire process of vetting the application etc is already there but especially for the digital gigs freelancing is preferred i would say that's it's actually a nice thing every student can actually get into this market and take advantage of it um so talking about students taking advantage of it john i guess you started it uh, as a student you started doing freelancing as a student or more towards end of being a student has this economy helped you and how has it helped you yeah i started it after my engineering and i got to know about it through anish so here's the man who introduced me to uh, uh, you know the freelancing style i really didn't i was like uh, didn't know anything about it knowing about it helped me that you know i can uh, work towards something that i want to be and yet fin- financially like support myself and then also learn skills along the way i found like my in- interest for like cad and like making 3d models and then i found people are putting that on the internet and i didn't know that and then after that somebody reached out to me saying that hey i have a project for you from uk and i worked for him and uh, that gave me a lot of freedom towards uh, what i want to become in like next 5 years and that was like my supporting way of going there and i also became really good at my skills because he kept challenging me to do stuff i learned like rendering 3d modeling and then yeah i learned um how and i kind of used that uh, finance to to you know fund my higher education fees a certain amount at least application fees so it kind of gives me that confidence to start with uh, and then yeah that's little bit of my uh, experience doing it so anish was the one who brought you into this domain <laughs> yeah he did do you think these kinds of job require skill or like how do you develop the skill that these jobs uh, require especially john uh, with you i guess you just started doing things on on your own and then you saw that somebody needs it um but say if i'm of a mindset that i want to take advantage of freelancing but i am just getting started or i haven't yet started how do i know what skill to learn like i guess you were lucky that your skill was um, something that people needed but if i'm starting how do i know what skill to start with so the thing is like it's about identifying that need or that connection who you can help with like whatever you know i think like most freelancers or uh, upcoming freelancer get stuck with that okay i need to be like super awesome but to be honest you could take a job and even learn like let's say you'll build a wordpress website for someone you can learn i can tell just i can do it and then learn on the youtube and like do it so it's that more of an uh, approach and strategy and uh, and i think everybody has a writing skill everybody has uh, you know anybody can learn certain basic video editing or um, it, since you come from an engineering background right you guys know like programming to a certain extent and you don't need advanced stuff like someone might need a business professional need like might need like data analysis in python so it's more about like identifying the 
the need and then like uh, seeing what you already know and then you build up as you go anish do you have anything to say about this like how do you figure out what skill works in freelancing yeah so the skill part there is one way i see it one when you, when you when you say skill usually the perception is you have to spend years and years together to acquire a skill now when it comes to freelancing at least that years of constant learning and reading is not required mm-hmm. just uh, as john said it it depends on which niche you're in let's say i am in the niche of graphic designing again in graphic designing there are sub niches correct sometimes you can just focus on one tool for example adobe adobe again has multiple tools you can again segregate yourself into a specific niche and then build your skills on that tool now building these skill sets will not take a lot of time why because there is uh, access to information you can easily go on udemy there are free courses oh damn and there's youtube right so many people talking about the tool so it's easier for you to acquire these skills versus when it comes to a job you have to first get a degree minimum 4 years then we also have a fancy dream of getting another degree to back it up plus 2 makes it 6 years and you ended up end up working as something in a company whereas freelancing not required the time re- uh, uh, to get started is much lesser it could be as short as 2 2 months depending on what you are focusing on as a freelancer and then that's how you grow right freelancing give you gives you that scope to learn grow along uh, just like john said when or on the go in short you can learn on the go you start with a very small project and you learn maybe the wordpress development your first website you've built and then you will start customizing your gig you'll be like hey i can build a wordpress web- website and also integrate a payment gateway correct so it freelancing gives you that scope to evolve slowly it's not necessary for you to be a subject matter expert to start freelancing versus a job so it can be done part time and you can still get better with it absolutely dude i mean i did that right uh, when i joined my corporate job uh, i still remember the date july 1st 2016 i was not interested first first day of my job they gave me the orientation everyone's excited basically we sold uh, mechanical design softwares but for some reason i was not as uh, excited uh, during that first day that's when i realized i need to go back after my 9 to 5 job and put my head into freelancing because i've already been doing it at that point i told like boss i'm taking this seriously anymore i mean no second thoughts on it so 9 to 5 job 5 to uh, get back from um, job to the pg tough life right we had we had to stay in a pg and 2 to 3 hours again on freelancing working on my skills pitching clients so it is definitely possible that's the beauty of freelancing in fact i have a term for this it's called corp plans that is having a corporate job and then freelance it becomes corp plans so go for corp planning guys don't don't worry about uh, failing or will i get my first client all that will be answered later first you get started pick a skill pick a niche get started start chasing clients something will will pan out yeah yeah we have to get started without getting started obviously no jobs are going to come to us 
also yeah freelancing skills can be developed on the go uh, what do you think about people who are already enrolled in a degree program where they are learning certain skills part of that program is that going to be helpful in the freelancing domain or it just doesn't matter or does that at least complement these skills what do you think about that wow that's a interesting question i i liked it so okay um let's let's pick a personality for this claren okay i'll take you as an example mm-hmm. all right uh, so claren is uh, what are you up to you you are currently pers- let's assume you're pursuing phd which you are i guess yes right awesome um, awesome so claren is pursuing phd on a particular very specific subject can you tell us the name of the subject for us i am doing my phd in electrical engineering and uh, the niche which i am in is sensors so i build wow. different sensors okay so claren builds different sensors that is what claren would be doing for the next decade of his life in in case he he uh, ends up in a job or he decides to teach because usually that's what people do after phd they want to spread the knowledge now claren also has a side to him where he wants to explore freelancing world how does he do it there can be one approach where there are certain skills which complement you in the freelancing gig or career that you want to pursue but it depends on what you want to pursue in freelancing right uh so again let's make it personal what would you want to pursue in freelancing based on that i will take forward this question helping people build things awesome so claren wants to help people build things what are some skills that claren would need to help people get, uh, build things one core knowledge right core knowledge is a must otherwise how will claren help people build things especially sensors very technical subject you need to know your basics so is phd helping in this regard obviously yes you are learning so many more things when during the course so it naturally gives you more knowledge to impart knowledge to others so one skill there you it is useful one which you are uh, acquiring during the course useful yes second communication is very important for a tutor right is that are you acquiring that skill during the course i feel yes because you have interaction with faculty you have interaction with in- industry leaders you have interaction with your peers so communication is sorted again then comes other aspects that is you pitching to the clients or creating now how would you create that audience uh, wherein people want to listen to you or listen about what claren is talking about that's when you identify the platforms where you'll have your gig on or where you'll have your content on what do we have we have youtube we have instagram reels are evolving maybe claren will make the entire industry or or niche of sensors more interesting dude honestly speaking it's super complex now i do not understand a thing about sensors so maybe claren will try to make things interesting and create reels on sensors i'm just giving you ideas here correct so these are some ways you can explore but as as we saw when we took you as a character and explored your journey uh, as to how you would evolve as a freelancer what we found was your skills that you would or might acquire during phd is definitely going to help when you want to pursue your freelance career yeah that's user experience design anish that's what yeah. we do it take a persona and then create a journey and identify features 
Anish just go. gave me a new job. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell, you know. It's like the product market fit. How do you uh you know, position yourself in the market to be relevant with what you already know. And it also it is also about differentiating yourself. If you're this person who will speak about sensors in a complicated manner, there are a hundred other people already doing that, right? I mean, why would I go to you and watch your content? But if you're someone who's making it interesting for me, I will definitely I will follow you everywhere and I will as soon as the notification pops up, I'll watch your content. Uh, Cosmos is an example. Uh, compare the physics being taught in college versus Cosmos series. I would any day watch Co- Cosmos series. Why it was interesting? There are visuals. He, the dude made it more it, inter- interesting. His narration was spot on. So yeah, freelancing is also about that adding that uh, touch of uniqueness. I'm sorry if I digressed, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, well, John, you have. also i guess used your skills from your degree to uh, your freelancing and right now you made it your career you sometimes use skills from engineering and obviously you're a designer right now how did these skills actually uh, like make a difference uh, while you pitch to your clients because i see you you have been positioned in a very unique way being a engineer as well as a designer Yeah I think that's a great question because when you're a, a freelancer you are one person company like you need to do everything so like for a design in a bigger company uh, you are positioned more in a, stra- a strategic role where you are like learning you you know gets a lot of support but when you're a freelancer it's like you have to do everything alone from design to engineering and when you have that uh, designer and engineering people tend to give you more uh projects compared to you are solely a designer because they know this guy will design something that is more feasible to build so um that de- definitely gives you a competitive advantage but also it dissolves that niching thing of being an amazing designer for example like when i'm uh, working on certain ux ui project then i design in such a in a way that i know how an engineer would develop it further or also dev- develop concepts and ideas which can implement certain machine learning and ai models in the future so it definitely gives you that confidence at least to build those concepts uh, so i i think that uh, since you are a, a solo person having multiple skills is a definitely a good thing and uh, and clients tend to be uh, like i've seen freelance ux ui designers who also work in uh, front end development and all that stuff so it's definitely an ad- advantage and also it helps you understand which skills you need to build uh, to become more relevant to the market so that's how i see it like a content writer with good seo skills is more valuable than solely a content writer so there's definitely advantage for being a multidisciplinary in when you are working as a freelancer so who do you see this benefit more a freelancer who is a student or who's doing this on part time or what about early stage entrepreneurs who are trying to make this a supplementary income who do you see benefiting more from this approach this is something anish also thought me right like there's a niche for like everything you can draw like a cat pictures and still uh, you know have be financially stable and uh, it's benefits like even like there are live working from home moms right so there's like a niche for it and there is like engineering student there's a niche for designers there's a niche so i wouldn't put a 
point on saying like this is the best for this thing it's more of like you know where you are in your journey and what skills you have and how do you make that relevant to the need i i wouldn't say there's a spe- specific uh, part of the uh, space where you become qualified for freelancer it could be uh, anything so i would say that it's a more of a spectrum and then it's about finding your niche talking about cats not only cats if you ever thought that your idea on freelancing or the gig that you want to start is weird just go to fiverr and first check that idea you will be surprised there's already people selling that gig and making a shit ton of money to give you an example you can just type a keyword for example i will create a meme on x topic type it out you will be surprised the amount of people selling a gig and making money out of it so do not hold yourself back assuming that what you want to create is something weird what is weird to you can be creative to someone else so don't stop yourself yeah this is a conversation i had with my advisor recently where like the project which i'm working on my whole argument with it was this is something which everyone is doing or everyone knows how to do it uh, probably someone has already done it how do i like do how do i make my project unique and that's yeah, where well, here <laughs> one thing before you go i want to add to that sometimes it's not about uh, making it unique sometimes being you know it's more of like someone might not have a time to do it even if they know how to do it for example i can do audio editing but i don't have time for it so sometimes it's more of like a service and being right place at the right time rather than being unique sometimes just being available is also a unique proposition <laughs> yeah that's yeah that does make sense that selling point of you could be uh, having time uh, when you have extra dimensions like say you you have a one dimension it's just a line and you can be anywhere in that line and it's probably getting very crowded you have two dimension it becomes like a plane of a plain paper if it's 3d you have more space to be in and when you increase dimensions you probably will be placed in a place where there's no one else present and uh, that makes it a unique selling point for yourself there's one thing i was reading uh, harvard business review and they had done this uh, study with like 60, 65 gig economic people so they found that sentiment of uh, freedom that comes with free uh, being a freelancer and gig economy kind of a person but also it comes with a lot of uh, uh, anxieties about instabilities are you like when you have a full time job you know you'll get x amount of uh, financial freedom and then there's the community aspects to it but when you're freelancer you're a bit isolated so it comes with the uh, price tag too and also but the the gig economy prof- people said that you know they wouldn't never trade their freedom for getting the benefits which you get from a full time so it depends on the personalities too it's sometimes it's not for everyone sometimes it's possible and but for example right if you absolutely can't fit in your work when you quit you have a confidence that i can stabilize myself because i know how to do it so it's such an helpful fall back to sometimes when a full time job might not work that's true it does make you um self sufficient and um more independent well i have other major question here since a lot in the current economy is changing and things change fast i think you have covered this um, sometime that 
product cycles have shrinked, uh, things are changing too rapidly. Um, it's also causing full-time jobs to be converted into contract jobs because now a large job has changed into a small gig and you can just outsource it very easily. Um, so in this market, it's highly probable that you might not find full-time employment. Uh, this is especially for people who are looking for it, forgetting the people who are completely dedicated to freelancing or entrepreneurship. So uh, can this freelancing or taking contracts uh, part-time help you not be unemployed uh, in the future? Or does it make you more valuable for these bigger companies who hire large people? So what do you think about that, Anish? Wow, that's a nice question again. Okay, so my take on this is, let me tell you what happens when you're freelancing. So from what I understood, you're, you're presenting a case where the, the person is trying to find a gig and he might not be able to find it for a time because of the changing landscape in freelancing uh, economy, right? No, I mean, uh, a person who wants a full-time employment but doesn't get full-time employment. Okay. How does uh, freelancing or being in this, taking gigs in part-time help, help, help them become person. more valuable for the bigger companies awesome. who hire? Okay, perfect. So the person has completed the degree for whatever reasons he's not landed uh, on a job, mm -hmm. correct? Usually what happens when, uh, when you do not get a job, people usually waste their time trying to find why didn't that happen. Then the next thing that they would do is opt for another degree. Correct. These are the two things that people usually do versus let's consider the scenario that you, you have accepted the, the fact that you have not received the job. I will explore freelancing. What would happen in that case to be a freelancer, you should pick a niche, you should pick a skill and the learning process will at least be on. You will acquire the skills, you will keep updating yourself with the latest tools, latest softwares, etc. So the learning process will never stop versus you being just depressed, sad that you're not getting a job or oh, what should I do? Simply applying on multiple portals, trying to follow up. Your personal growth is not happening here. Whereas if you explore the freelancing uh, way of doing things, you're at least trying to stay relevant by acquiring skills or to, acquire, to, to apply for jobs or gigs, you have to have a portfolio. So you'll at least build a portfolio or you'll start step one in building a portfolio. This might help later on when you apply for a job because even the, from, from the way I see it, hiring has changed, dude, even for a full-time job the days of resume or the paper resume is gone. At least when I hire, I, I don't give a damn if you have a well-written paper resume versus you have a portfolio or you have a website describing that the, proje the projects you worked on or a live project that you have. I would hire that person versus blobs of text on a paper. I would any, any day hire a person with an online digital live portfolio because that is proof of work for me. Because I can write a shit ton of things on paper, right? I can make things up, which can come to haunt back you later, but I can do that. But that is not possible when you're working on projects and you have that proof of work online. So that you trying to be in freelancing, applying for jobs will help you build that portfolio, which will again 
maybe after one to two years when you decide to go back uh, for job hunting, you may actually closing uh, end up closing on the job, which didn't happen the first time. So that's my take on it. That's yeah, that's very relatable to me. The first time when I joined my university, there was a career fair, and I went around and I spoke to uh, some recruiters who were there, and um, I had my resume in hand. They did. take the resume put it on a table and uh, they just started speaking and the first thing they asked is do you have a portfolio mm-hmm. being from an engineering background i never thought an engineer would have a portfolio <laughs> but <laughs> you would be like what portfolio yeah <laughs> then i went back home that day and overnight i put all my projects together on a wordpress website and emailed it to them obviously i didn't go for a job then uh, but at least that opened my eyes that portfolio or proof of uh, your work is so much more valuable than resume and you're right this kind of um, change in hiring is happening in all levels be it for a smaller contract job or at any de- any level of the degree my career success is based on having a good portfolio even then when i started 3 4 years back even now i'm applying and uh, it's it's that you know good works always speaks for itself so it works out so well as you proceed in the career yeah proof of work portfolio is going to take you a long way than just a one page resume yes and you can achieve that by freelancing so that's the important point here so in that gap freelance that could be a yeah. positive and i always make it a habit right when i work for a project for a company to um i contract also i write a case study on about that project so it always like help to write that story what you did it it might not be when you a project you know it could be story what you did in the company what you learned and all that stuff it's super powerful Yeah, it's been a wonderful uh, talk. To summarize, what we kind of discussed is any kind of skill is good for freelancing, and you develop the skill when you are actually working. You start with the website, and then you learn how to build it better, make it better, and that's how you develop skills. Also, it's not only if you want to be in freelancing. Freelancing also helps you. get a full time job and make you more valuable there freelancing also teaches you so many different skills from not only the skill that you're selling but also the actual selling that itself is a different skill yeah. really so, like that uh, last one you also so, learn the skill of selling before we wrap it up is there something that each of you would like to say to our audience On spot, Claren, you pretty much covered most of the takeaways for today. Just a small takeaway to add to what you just said. So, freelancing is not only you offering a gig and make money out of it. According to me, it's it's more of a mindset, especially referring to the takeaways that you uh, mentioned. It's it's the freelancing mindset, uh, the freedom that you get. And I think uh, initially we discussed discussed about how. freelancing can not be stable i have a different different view here i'll quickly explain why let's let's compare a job versus freelancing of course yes freelancing a lot of things can change the the software that you have a gig on might no longer be relevant but isn't it true for jobs too especially what we have seen with covid it it's been an eye opener 
when companies are hit with uncertain things the first things that they do to cook up their balance sheets or to make it better is they sack people so no matter at what stage you are in and at a job there is nothing called stability anymore so something which was a con for freelancing before it's no longer a con anymore it's like a status quo it's not a pro not a con so that that that's one thing i wanted to add and then yeah you definitely have to be self driven motivated because a lot of people show freelancing as this as it is very easy passive income make money when you sleep and all that it's 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 float it's floating around the internet and instagram thanks to reels but no it is a long game you have to be patient there is a learning curve for everything similarly freelancing also has its own learning curve so be patient be driven and work on your skills those skills might end up helping you getting your next job too yeah thanks anish that was wonderful yeah freelancing is kind of merged with full time work and both of them are in similar state both are not really 100% stable exactly john do you have anything to add on any recommendations or anything for our audience yeah definitely and i think like if you prove yourself as a freelancer you will prove yourself as a good employer too because you are a freelancer in a big company it's like it's just you are under a one brand you know one advice or tip i would give you or start from where you are at this stage see what you are good at leverage it and that is one thing that many freelancers struggle with and one more last thing it helps you to career switch it helped me to change my profession entire from engineering to design because i taught myself i did freelancing work built the portfolio so it helps you to switch your careers and make yourself relevant to what's the current need in the market right now that was wonderful uh thanks for sharing these like wonderful insights and sharing your like own experience thanks anish thanks john for joining us to all the listeners out there please do subscribe to our podcast share it leave feedback or reviews wherever you find the podcast you can connect to us through instagram where we are very active you could also join our discord channel where we have a wonderful community where we just support each other and as john says some nerdy things could be very isolating and you need a community for that anyway see you all in the next episode bye bye